Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I am Chris Witt. With me today on the phone is Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you doing today, buddy? All things considered, I'm doing pretty well. A little under the weather. That's why I'm not there. I apologize to you and the folks that normally uh, watch us live on Facebook. We're not there tonight uh, because I'm, uh, I'm a little under the weather. And I, I don't know about you, but when I get a little bit sick, I'm a huge baby. Oh, yeah. So you are the prototypical man cold. Yes. Ah. I would say so. There's nothing wrong with that. It's okay. You're you're allowed to you're allowed to have that time. Uh, you don't get sick often. I think that if you get sick and you want to, they want to call it a man cold. They can call it a man cold. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's a cold. I ho- hopefully not. A little stomach bug maybe, but yeah, uh, yeah I'm uh, I'm I'm working through it. You want to give us any details? Are you good? Um. Yeah. No. I my stomach was bothering me a little bit today, yeah. uh, all day. I thought it was just maybe from eating. Anybody that knows me knows that I eat um, ice cream for dinner every night and um, and lots of <laughs> lots of bad things in between. So I figured it was just my body telling me uh, take it easy, pal. And um, as the day went on, it got a little worse and a little worse. And I, I tried to get a little exercise this evening, and that probably was a mistake. But uh, I don't know. I'm I'm progressively feeling not so good, a oh. little more so all the time, but uh, I'm, I think I'm going to be fine. Well, l- let me tell you, man, I appreciate you taking the time out to still do this podcast. That's, I mean, that's, that's, that's over and above what, what needs to be done. Well, you're doing all the work because you have all the equipment. All I'm doing is calling you, yeah. but thank you. Yes. So thank you. Well, hey, listen, it's 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 going to be a good one. We got a lot of stuff today too. We got uh, we're going to talk a little bit about James Harden and and Mr. Russell Westbrook. We got uh, the All Star Weekend coming up this weekend. God knows yes. the NBA All Star Weekend is one of the most fun times for the two of us. Mm-hmm. Um, more for you probably than me, but still, I love it. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, yeah, there's some MLB free agents. Real quick, before we get started, I got a question for you. So, yes, it's the NBA, it's the NFL, but then it's just MLB. There's no the in front of MLB. You can't say the MLB. That sounds terrible, doesn't it? Yes. That, yeah, you are correct. Why is it's that? It's just MLB. Why is that? Um, I don't know. It's uh, Let's see. The National Basketball Association, the National Football League, the Major League Baseball. Um, yeah, it just doesn't sound right, does it? I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I guess I don't really know why. But you're right; it does not sound right to say the in front of that movie. All right, so uh, we'll get off that. Let's get directly <laughs> in. Oh, first, let's let's let everybody know. So uh, the fa- the nosebleeds uh, sports podcast usually comes on. Wednesdays, 10.30 p.m. on Facebook Live, like we said today. Adam's a little under weather, so we won't be there. So you can catch us tomorrow morning, Thursday morning, on SoundCloud, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, CastBox, and recently added Spotify and Google Play. Now, I haven't found it on Google Play yet, but I got an email telling me that it's there. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody that uses Google Play, well, I guess we won't know because you would be you wouldn't know unless you see, I don't know. I don't know how you would know, but I, anybody who's not using Google play to listen to this and uses Google play for other things for music or whatever, uh, 
I'm gonna jump on there and see if you can find us on there. Yeah, and I'm gonna go on there tonight. We'll get this thing. Uh, the the ne- it should be two episodes up there. This will be the third one on Google Play. We'll get that bad boy on there for you guys, and uh, yeah, we'll be rocking and rolling, brother. Great work by you setting all that up. Hey, great work by you as well. <laughs> as well. All right, so here's what we got, man. Uh, so so Russell Westbrook is on Russell Westbrook. Russell 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 Westbrook. Russell, how do you say his name? Russell Westwolf? Russell, yes. Russell, Russell, yes. Russell, Russell Westwolf. Uh, Russell Westbrook will be, and James Harden are both on tremendous streaks right now. Uh, James Harden is a tonight again goes for over thirty, so that puts him at how many games now? Is that are we at thirty two? That's 31. 31. 31. So he ties, yeah, he ties Wilt for the second longest streak in of the, 30 or more points the in, lo- in a game. The longest streak is also Wilt Chamberlain, which is 65 games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Russell Westbrook uh, it just continues to do his thing. Uh, what, what, what are we looking at here? What do you, what's more, who's more impressive? I like, first of all, both of these streaks are – just incredible and it makes me so excited to be an nba fan at in this era the players that we have right now are just are just so awesome to watch russell westbrook of course 10 consecutive games with the triple double he for the third year in a row which is uh, people aren't even talking about it anymore it's so common the third year in a row he's averaging a triple double um, so, so that first 10. year he did it. The first year he did it. That was the. I mean, everybody talked about it. That was all that was out there. It was Russell Westbrook is phenomenal. This is something that hasn't been done since uh, since Oscar Robertson. The, the, this is going to put him in a hole. And then James Harden was really close to doing it that year. And even LeBron James was only like a. I believe he was an assist away from doing it. So, you know, there was some impress. It was very impressive. But now he's done it three years in a row. What's the big deal now? Yeah, it's uh, I, it's it's crazy to think that people are just like, oh, okay, he's just averaging a triple double, and people are even like dissing Russell Westbrook from all this too. For the last three years, people have been talking about he's just chasing stats, and that's that drives me crazy. Look, there when he's close, when he when he's like an assist away or two assists away or something, and there's still time to get it. Yeah, he might try to get it, but. He had five. He had, start the game. He had five he assists in eight minutes the other night. Yeah, and that was the and right and and uh, he was trading assists with uh, Paul George, who actually got uh, a triple double that same night as well. So they were teammates that got triple doubles. That was unbelievable too. But that was Russ's tenth, uh, tenth consecutive games with, with a triple double, breaking again Wilt Chamberlain's record of nine uh, in 1968. I think it was. So. Uh, by the way, how good does Wilt look right now? I mean, he's got like every record, and they're being broken now or almost broken. But but it took him fifty years to do up, it, <laughs> right? His name's coming up every day now um, in the media, and it's that people hopefully are realizing how great it was. But um, anyway, for me, I like Russ's, I like Russell Westbrook's ten-game triple-double streak a little bit better than James Harden's thirty-point streak. Um, because simply because Russ is affecting every area of the game. And by the way, he's, he's third in uh, steals 
which doesn't have anything to do with his triple-double, but he's playing a little more defense now. I think Paul George is rubbing off on him and the other guys. Uh, OKC is one of the best defensive clubs now, um, and, and Russ is, is enjoying that. But his, his he's averaging 21, 11, and 11, and it's, it's a nightly thing. It, it actually surprised me that 10, that 9 was the record. I just thought, Sometime during the last couple of years, Russ must have gone on because he's had the fact, streaks I mean, of five, six, seven, yeah. several times. Yeah. But but for me, yeah, just because um, he's affecting the game in so many different ways, not just scoring. And I, he's averaging his, I think, fewest amount of points since his rookie year at 21. But Paul George is averaging like Paul George is 30 is, something. Paul yeah. George is having a, a, you know, an MVP type year. He is. Yes, he is. So my pick is Russell Westbrook, which, you know, as far as which one is more important, although I'm mesmerized by James Harden's uh, 30 point streak. He almost lost it uh, the other night when he did get his 30th game. He had to score 11 points in the last three minutes to do that. So, yeah, you know what? He's chasing that a little bit, too. He realized he had like 23 or something like that. Uh, in the in the fourth quarter and he had to start they actually kept him in in a game that they kind of had in hand um, but lucky for him um, they uh, gave up a little bit of the lead um, enough so that he stayed in the game and also had a, had a, a bad shoulder too in that game so they kept him in to try to get that exactly you know what people are, are dogging Russell Westbrook about all the time Harden's doing the same thing so but my pick is Russ just by a little bit what is your I think, think listen, the here's the deal. I think that this James Harden, the more I'm looking at this James Harden thing, what James Harden is doing, 30 points a game. 30 points a game. That's mm-hmm. phenomenal, first off. And to do it for now, 31 games in a row, uh, there's just, I mean, how many guys in the NBA have scored 30 points in a game this year? I bet I bet you could count them on your hands and toes. But there's, well. Yeah. And he's well, doing I mean, it. Yeah. yeah, there's probably twenty, but he's doing it every single night, game after game. So anyway, listen to this. All right, so his usage rate is forty point two percent, which means he either takes the shot or turns the ball over forty percent of the time that they have that Houston has the ball. So obviously he's got the ball constantly, almost half the time. But the one that gets me is it's not just that he's out there scoring. So he also uh, uh he also let's see what is it the uh oh, I got all these silly things written down here and I don't know what you how usage rate works and all that so I had to do a bunch of looking up but that was basically it. He is scoring or he is also assisting on 40% of the rest of the baskets made by the team. So he's Either he, 80% of the time, the ball is in his hands and he's doing it. Right now, per 100 possessions, he is scoring 122 points. Oh, my God. 122 points since this streak began. Per 100 possessions. That's the most incredible thing. He's outscoring the he's outscoring the greatest team in basketball history in the Golden State Warriors. Mm-hmm. They're at one fourteen per hundred possessions. Oh, I'm sorry, one sixteen per one hundred possessions. That's unbelievable. That right there alone, the fact that James Harden could walk out 
And as long as he had the ball, every he could just play one on five, and he he'd probably beat half the teams in the league. <laughs> I don't know about that, but you don't um, think he could go one on five and beat everybody? I mean, unless it was the Lakers, of course, and LeBron was playing. Well, he is he is uh, making like deep step back threes all the time. So as long as everybody doesn't, as long as they don't, uh, Quinn Quinn double team him or yeah. whatever that word yeah, they is. gotta stay in um, a, they have to stay in his own man they can only they can they can't oh. do any more than double team him <laughs> okay so in this in this fantasy game where james harden is playing against five other how about five james floor, hardens five james hardens oh he would definitely beat them yeah that's not fair defense, yeah right? that's not yeah yeah that okay. would be a high scoring game too that's could you imagine easy, that game that's the easy joke five james oh, yeah. hardens it would be like 500 to 100 yeah well, yeah, there you go. It probably would. They'd all score 100 points. Yep. Um, <laughs> James Harden. And is, they're going to give up way more than 100 points, just to let you know. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Five James Hardens. I know the poor guy gets knocked for not playing defense, but he doesn't play defense, and that team yeah, would score. He's a, yeah, he's playing a little more now than he used to, but, yes, he is uh, still deficient in that area. Um, but what's another thing that's incredible about that to me is he's shooting 13.43s a game which I think I'm pretty sure leads the league. Yes. Um, he's, he's, he's got uh, his, you know, three pointers made three pointers attempted are just way above everybody else, including Steph Curry, who's second and all those things. Um, but he has outscored everybody else by so many, um, you know, in the league so far today, he's shooting, he's only shooting 37% from three. When you shoot that many, and you have to, and you, he shoots tough shots. That's the thing. They are tough he's, shots. He's guarded. He's guard because he just does the between the leg thing. He'll do some jab steps. He'll dribble the ball between his legs six, seven, eight, nine times. Make a make a little move. He might he might drive a few steps in you know inside the three point line and then use that step back sometimes double step back um, travel move that is not a travel now. Uh, yeah, because he's because he's it's uh, the triple scoring. it's the it's the backwards euro step. <laughs> it's uh yeah, except more steps. Um, <laughs> yes, except it's more steps. That's correct. So anyway, he's shooting forty four percent from the field, which which you know he shoots twenty four shots a game. So for that, forty four percent is not that bad. Thirty seven percent from three isn't all that great. Um, but again, he shoots more than anybody else. So, um, and, and the kind of shots he's taken, the kind of shots that he makes sometimes, oh my goodness, it just, it's unbelievable to watch. And um, so, but, but here's my question about this though. Yeah. The last few years in the playoffs, the big thing with Houston came really close to beating Golden State last year. Um, but, but one of the storylines for Houston the last few years in the playoffs has been James Harden fatigue. So he has such a big workload throughout the season. He is tired out. He's tired out in the playoffs and hasn't performed as well as he did as well as he has been in the regular season. And, and they suffered for that. Is that, I mean, his workload is all time high right now. What's going to happen in the playoffs you know, well, and, hopefully and now to. that hopefully now that that Chris Paul's back, they'll mm-hmm. be able to give him a few more spells, and and maybe that the offense won't lack or become basically nothing when he's not in the game because exactly everybody's used to standing around and just watching him. Which 
once again, that's, a, you know, that's kind of a knock on Harden, but at the same time, you know, it is what it is. That's how that team plays. That's how they win. But with Chris Paul, when, with Chris Paul back in the lineup now for almost a solid week, uh, or almost a solid two weeks, he is able to come out, be more of a floor general, get people involved a little bit better, and uh, Harden can get a few more spells, and, and they don't lose as much. Mm-hmm. So I think I think I think the I think if they can figure that out, and they can they can make that work, um, then then they just need to yeah give the guy some rest, man. You know what? You don't need to sc- you don't need thirty points for sixty five straight games. You just don't. Well, and he's that, not getting it anyway. You don't think so? No, absolutely not. Uh, he, he won't he even had, be close. He had thirty six tonight. Or he's already got 36 tonight. Yeah, I think he ended up with 42 tonight. Yeah, so there you go. He had 36 so, late in the game, so he knocked he out needs a few a, more shots. He needs another, what does he need, another 34? I mean, that's, yeah, he's got to do Long what he's done. Go. Yes, he does. All right, so uh, so I don't know. I, I To be honest, I, the Russell Westbrook thing, uh, it, what impresses me more about him this year is not the triple-doubles because that's, that's his game. Um, it's more the fact that he has – relinquished the point scoring and became a phenomenal defensive player and that and and Paul and he puts that all on Paul George. Paul George apparently came up to him last year and said, "Dude, you are the most phenomenal athlete I've ever seen. You should lead, you should be on the all-defensive team. You should win the defensive player of the year award. You're that mm-hmm. athletic." And it lit yeah. a little, you know, a guy like Russ, you know, that kind of light, light a little fire under a guy and and it's showing this year for sure. Yeah. The very last thing I have on this, um, in the uh, in Harden's 31 games that he scored 30 or more points, the Rockets are 21 and 10 now because they lost tonight. In uh, Westbrook's 10 game triple double streak, nine and one, Oklahoma City. They have a better team. I like this they Oklahoma do have a City team. team. They, they don't they don't they shoot use threes, the rest but of their team though. <laughs> yes, they don't shoot threes nearly like anybody else in the NBA. But this, yeah. I really like this Oklahoma City team. Uh, it's nice to see a different style uh, of ball being played instead of just everybody come down and chuck up threes. That's right. Now, Russell Westbrook and James Harden will be participating this weekend in the All Star game. That's right, uh, which is Sunday. We have All Star Weekend. It's uh, it's a uh, probably my second favorite holiday of the year. Yeah, behind uh, behind Christmas. Behind Christmas, okay. Behind uh, it goes Christmas, which includes Christmas wow. Day NBA basketball. This is bigger then, to you than than March Madness, the first weekend of the tournament. Oh man, that's that's right there too. I, I mean, gotta tell you, right dude, there. that's my number one. The first weekend of the of the NCAA basketball tournament, you know my, you know what I do. Girl Scout cookies are out. I got the tag alongs and milk. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm set up, dude. But uh, that's my time, dude. That's my time. Um, of course, you have the celebrity game Friday night. You have the um, the uh, rising stars. The challenge. celebrity game is always fun because there's always somebody out there that you know they. They're taking it a little more seriously than everybody else. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Quavo was the uh, MVP last year. He he looked pretty good. Michael B. Jordan in the past has uh, shown like a pretty good, uh, yep, pretty good player. Um, several other people. So for for uh, years, uh, Hart Kevin Hart would come out and you know do everything. He oh could. yeah. 
He was like three or four time MVP. Yeah. Um, and also really funny the whole time too. Oh man. I'm um, so glad they started micing him up. It is great. <laughs> you have to, you have yeah. to mic that guy up. So anyway, you got the all-star, the celebrity game Friday night and then the rising stars, uh, the Mountain Dew Ice Rising Stars game. Yeah. Um, you, you, so you have Team USA versus Team World. They've been doing that for a little while now, uh, and that's always really interesting. Um, you have, man, I'm looking at the rosters here, and it's really tough to to decide who I think is going to win this game. I'm going with the world. I'm taking the world. You know what? So am I. Taking so the world. I. Yeah. Um, they've got you know they've got Luka Doncic. They've got. Uh, They've got Ben Simmons, who it's weird to think that he's in uh, yeah. this game. It's his third, it's technically his third year in the league. I'm surprised but, uh, they let that happen. I, I, I mean, it is. It's, it's, it's first and second year guys, and I know he yeah. had a full year where he didn't play, but still. Right. Yep. Uh, really quickly, world team: OG Ananobi, DeAndre Ayton, Bogdan Bogdanovich. I think Bogdan uh, Bogdanovich. Yeah, Luka, Luka Doncic, uh, Shea Gillis, Gilgis Alexander. I'm going to mess this one up bad. Uh, Rodians Kuricks. Oh, yeah. Uh, Rodians. He's from, uh, he plays in Brooklyn. Um, Nobody. Markinen, yeah. Josh Okogi, who had a great, a, a great uh, game tonight guarding James Harden, by the way. James Harden at 42, but Josh Okogi um, blocked a. Uh, like three straight possessions. He got a steal. And then after actually after fouling Harden on a three pointer that Harden made four point play, really dumb play. The next three possessions, I think it was Josh Okogi stole the ball or blocked Harden's shot. Uh, so he had a nice game tonight. Anyway, Chetty Osman and Ben Simmons for the world team. Team US is uh, Jared Allen, Marvin Bagley, uh, Marvin Bagley the third. I almost said Junior Lonzo Ball, who will not play because he is injured. John Collins, De'Aaron Fox, Jaron Jackson Jr., Kevin Knox, who is taking Lonzo Ball's place. Kyle Kuzma, Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, and Trey Young. Those last three or four guys there make me uh, pause and think about maybe switching my switching my uh, <laughs> pick switching to your pick to this one. But you know what? I think. Team USA has better individual players. I think they're going to be – I think Team World is going to be a better team, though. I agree. And I don't think anybody's even going to watch this game. No. This is probably – out of everything on All-Star Weekend, this is the least watched, least paid attention to of everything. You agree? I would hope that this is bigger than the celebrity game. Um, At least I I would – Sure, but I think people like that celebrity game. It's I like it too, but it's it's re I mean, I don't know. If you're a basketball fan and you're watching any of this stuff on Friday night, you, I mean, you got to be excited about these first and second year guys. Yeah. Anyway, m- not a lot of people are going to be watching either one probably on Friday. So night. let so let's go. So then you have Saturday comes up and That's the big one. That's the big one. So you got the skills challenge, the three-point contest and the slam dunk contest, which has made a a comeback over the last few years. To be honest, the slam dunk contest is still a little slow in the beginning and middle, but it's it's definitely gotten better. They they they've done some good things with it. But my favorite is the three point contest. So is mine. I'm that glad you said by that. far my favorite. The skills the skills challenge is fun, especially because they do the big guy versus big guys versus little guys now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the big guys have won the last few years. Car uh, Anthony Towns, I believe, won it mm-hmm. last year. Anyway, that's that's always going to be fun. 
Luka Doncic's in it this year. I think that dude is going to win this. Just Well, De'Aaron Fox, the speed of De'Aaron Fox could be what wins this for him. I'm so glad you said that because my pick for the skills challenge, which, by the way, Mike Conley, Luka Doncic, De'Aaron Fox, Nikola Jokic, Kyle Kuzma, Jason Tatum, Nikola Vucevic, and Trey Young are the participants in that. For me, it's either De'Aaron Fox or Trey Young because speed is a big deal in this thing. Mm-hmm. And, and and it's a, a big deal if you have speed. And some of these guys come in here and kind of are, are a little too cool for school yep. and try, but not really. And then some other some guys come in here and they're like, this is a competition. I'm winning. It. You know what? I'm you taking so, Trey Young because you got to hit a three at the end. And yeah. I'm taking Trey Young because he's hitting that. He, he's nailing that three. That's so funny. I was looking at this earlier. I'm like, I think Trey Young's my guy in this. So we got the same, we got the same pick for this thing. Um, it might be more fun to disagree, but uh, oh, it's well. uh, I like uh, I like agreeing more. So anyway, both got Trey Young in that. Then you have uh, in order by what it's going to be. The, the uh, three point contest is after that. This is what I we both are most excited about because I think this is the best field. Yeah. How about for any of these things? How about how about the there's two things that stand out to me in this. Mm-hmm. Brothers, Seth and Steph Curry will be in it. Mm-hmm. That's fun. And yep. God love him. The old man. Dirk's going out there. Do <laughs> yeah. you think that Dirk Nowitzki will get every shot off? Will he make it around? No. Of course not. I don't the guy f- does everything. One mile an hour. The guy does everything I, slower than I do, and I do everything slow. I wonder if because he's over 60 that they'll give him an extra 10 seconds. <laughs> do, they, do they have a senior citizens rule in the three-point competition? Well, he's in the all-star game because they made a special exception for him, so why not? <laughs> yeah. So um, he's taking yeah. full advantage of that. He's like, I'm doing the three-point competition. I'm. Get-. He might be in the dunk contest. Yeah, he's 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 man, not. But. It's already kind of unwatchable. Dirk Nowitzki got in a dunk contest. That guy can't leave the floor anymore. I no. mean, he can't he can't run, he can't jump, he can't the guy can't move. But I'll tell you what, he can still shoot can a little still bit. Shoot. He's shooting he's shooting actually his worst percentage of his career since his rookie year right now. But when you turn sixty, you, you go out and play against all these young bucks and see how good you are. <laughs> Right, it's he's not the focal point of the offense. He's not playing nearly as many minutes, so it's not it's not as easy to get a rhythm going and stuff like that. His his volume of shots isn't uh, isn't nearly what it used to be. So yeah, he's not going to shoot it as well. But it'll still be fun. It'll be fun to watch. He's going to have a good time. You know, he is. The guy's got a great sense of humor and he loves messing around. Oh, he'll joke around the whole time. Yeah, but besides him, you got Kemba Walker, Chris Middleton, Damian Lillard, and then from here on, like the best shooters in the league, Buddy Heald, Joe Harris, Danny Green, Steph Curry, Seth Curry, like you mentioned, and Devin Booker. That's an, that's an awesome class of three point shooters for this competition. I don't think this is a great competition for Seth. Uh, not Seth, Steph. Steph is, is more of a catching, you know, he, I don't know. He's, he's more of a play around shooter. Devin Booker, who's won this before. That's my guy, Devin Booker. I'm, I'm going Devin Booker again. Uh, or Kemble Walker. For some reason, Kemble Walker gets into any kind of competition, and that dude wins. He just <laughs> he wins if, it. If, if if yes, I will never in my life forget that guy in that quadruple or f- six overtime game against Syracuse in the Big East tournament <laughs> years and years and years ago. Yeah, yep. Kemba's a special player. Um, it's going to be fun to see where he goes uh, when he leaves the Hornets. But um, 
Yeah, for me, I'm going to take Steph. I'm going to take Steph Curry, and if it's not him, I'm taking Steph. One of the Curry boys. Really? You're taking one of the Curry boys. I think that uh, I don't think Steph Curry makes it to the second round. Really? Yeah. It depends on how serious he takes it. I've seen him. I've seen him before not take it seriously and and get knocked out. Yes. And Clay and, came out and won. I'm a little disappointed Clay's not in this, to be honest with you. So am I. There are a few guys that, that are uh, great, great shooters that I wish would, would be in it. But anyway, you still have a great field. I'm taking one of the, one of the Curry brothers. Seth is super underrated, I think, as a shooter. Um, but I think people might get a chance to really see him shoot the ball this weekend that don't pension to the Blazers. Um, but anyway, so that's that's what I'm most excited about three-point competition and then of course you have the dunk contest the dunk contest this is this is the one that i'm least excited about to be totally honest with you yeah um it's uh first of all i find it odd that there are only four participants um you have 10 or whatever it is uh three-point shooters and you've got let's see it's because they know it's because they know that this is no good they this is going to be late it's going to be the third event of the, the night. Uh, it, pro- it says 8 o'clock, but it's probably not going to go off till 9. No, no. And, yeah, it'll be way later. And get them, get them out of there. Just like this is everybody's going to be snoozing, sleeping. Let's just – oh, it doesn't start at 8. I'm sorry. The the whole All-Star weekend Saturday night starts at 8. So that dunk contest yes. ain't going off till 11 o'clock. Yep. Yep. Um, so your your dunkers this year: Dennis Smith Jr., Miles Bridges, Hamadou Diallo, and John Collins. No great big names that people really get excited about. Now, all these guys can dunk. Dennis all Smith Jr. can, get, can up. get up, buddy. Yes, he can. He's the smallest player in this thing. Yeah. I'm just going to tell you right now. I'll skip ahead to my pick. Dennis Smith Jr. is my pick. That's your thing. pick. Well, here's what yes. I'm going to do. Mostly because I love the name. I'm going with Hamad Hamadou Diallo. <laughs> it was I was watching uh, like three minute clips of their best dunks from this year, and that guy, man, that guy can really get up. A lot of his dunks came off of steals that he stole the ball and went on fast breaks. Um, Dennis Smith Jr. dunks on guys way bigger than him all the time. All the time. Miles Bridges gets a lot of gets a lot of gets like tip dunks a lot. John Collins, almost his entire three-minute highlight film of dunks were Trey Young lobs. Oh, yeah. So that, yeah. that guy mostly dunks off of lobs. So you can almost so, guarantee Trey Young will be will be involved. You got that right. Yes, he will uh, He will most likely, one of those, you know, throw it off the side of the backboard or something. And that's what I wanted to get at here is I need some creativity. I really need some creativity. There have been some awful, awful dunk contests in the past because – Guys don't know what to do or whatever. They get nervous or something, or they try something fancy and it doesn't work, and they can't do it. And they go and and they try it like five times, and then nothing's going. And then all of a sudden, they just go up there and and do a three sixty or something. Yeah, or windmill or something like that. There's nothing better than listen. There's nothing better than 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 dunking on your first attempt, and the and when you dunk, it can't be a finesse dunk. Like the the stronger the dunk, the better in my mind. That looks better. Like when Aaron Gordon uh, and Zach Levine had their little duo where they both should have won. I think they gave it to Zach Levine officially. Mm-hmm. That, those two, I mean, especially Aaron Gordon, like ferocious dunks. When they finished, 
like they threw the, the you know the the rim is bent at a 90 degree angle at the end you know what i mean it's not like they're yeah. just touching the rim and letting go you've got to that's what gets the fans excited that's what is that's the other part um that i think is important you've got to try to rip that thing off you've got to shack that thing but but be creative please be creative um it's hard to be what... creative dunking i mean you know go i mean since since Vince Carter in 2000 you know, what other really creative things were there? I, you know, Vince Carter was doing some really crazy stuff, throwing things off the sides of the backboard and standing behind the basket. And, you know, a lot of crazy stuff. Nate Robinson was fun just because he was small. Mm-hmm. He won, what, three or four of them. And then you got yeah. Dwight Howard who, you know, that one was fun because he came out as Superman and – put the 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 sticker up on the backboard to show you how high he got and that's fun. I like that. But once it's done, buddy, you don't just you can't do it. How, what else is left? There possibilities are endless. I mean, Blake you, Griffin you, jumped I mean. over a car. It was honestly the worst dunk of the night. Yes, and that's a, that's another. The car thing was under thing. the basket. He didn't yeah. even really <laughs> yeah. jump over it. <laughs> he, he jumped over the hood. Yeah, and he just jumped basically on top of the hood and swung himself with the rim past the. Yeah, um, but but that's the thing is these guys try to do props and try to you know a lot of these guys now um, will have like a, a legends jersey on underneath their jersey or something. Yeah, and for their last dunk, they'll take their jersey off and show that or whatever. Um, and then try to maybe try to do their dunk, whoever won it. Um, Larry but, Nance last year, huh. right? Larry yeah, Nance yeah. last year with his dad's with his dad's jersey, and that was cool. That yeah. was cool. Larry Nance is one of the best dunk because he's one of the biggest jumpers in the league, um, and that was cool. His dad won a dunk contest, so that was really the cool. very first. Yeah, exactly. Um, yep, in '84. So, um, but th- there's nothing worse than when a guy it takes forever to get like bringing a car out or bringing, yeah. bringing some big prop out or a bunch of people to line them up to jump over them or something. Although it takes the, forever to set up. And then it's a crap dunk. It's yeah. just, you just jump over somebody and dunk it or whatever. Yeah. It's like, that's, the, that's why it gets slow. What's your favorite all time dunk in the dunk competition? It's one of those, it's one of those Vince Carter dunks. So really yeah. give me any one of those ones from. 2000. All right, so, so let's say this, let's say this since 2010, since it really oh. got crappy since since so uh anything after Nate Robinson's last one so Blake Griffin mm-hmm. and beyond right what was your favorite dunk? I'll tell you mine there's no question it was that it was the I don't know if it was 15 or 16 when Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine when Aaron Gordon jumped over the mascot and put the ball underneath under him legs. that was my favorite that's the first one that came to mind before you even started saying that I'm right there with you. Cause those were the two 15 and 16. When those guys went at each other, those were the two best dunk contests Yeah. Um, since then. And, and, you know, I don't know. It, it <laughs> that was it. And then you had Glenn Robinson, the third win it in 17 and Donovan Mitchell win it last yeah. year. And uh, those were, those were not that good. So to show um, you how much I, I don't, I, I, I must've fallen asleep in 2014. It says the East won the dunk competition. Paul the George, Terrence Ross, John weekend. Wall. What is that? What happened? It, they did every competition as an East versus West. So, like, the total scores of all those guys 
versus the total scores of all the guys that were the three guys that were in it from the West. Yeah, there's a reason that, that the, only that went once. That was the worst. Exactly. There's that a was the that worst one. Once. Yes. All right. So that's the dunk competition. What else? Uh... So, so then Sunday night is the game. You got Team LeBron versus Team Giannis. How much fun was uh-huh. that watching the draft? That was that was pretty cool. Uh, the yeah. when Giannis comes out and says, "Is this tampering?" and, and uh, LeBron's LeBron's answer is, "There's no tampering on All Star Weekend." <laughs> yeah, and that's you know that's something that was that was funny. Those guys were messing with each other and stuff. Um, but it's kind of it's kind of getting under my skin a little bit that people are truly truly saying LeBron drafted his team. In order to try to set up, I don't know, to try to like set up his Lakers team in the future. Yeah, I'm, like that's he, exactly he, what it is. You really think so? Are you kidding? Did you see the team? It's everybody <laughs> that's going to be. It's everybody that's going to be a an uh, a, a free agent in the next two years, except for Giannis in 2020. Okay, everybody else so. is going to be a free agent. I don't know. I, I just have a hard time. Um, I just have a hard time believing that. Uh, that's fine. I mean, okay, yeah, Anthony Davis, Clay Thompson, yeah. uh, Ben Simmons, they've talked about. All those uh, have been talked Bradley about. Beal. Yeah. The only one on his team that's not would be James Harden. But then Kyrie right. Irving, that talk has been out there. Kawhi Leonard, um, Anthony Davis, Clay okay. Thompson. Um yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't, I mean, not the whole team, but I mean, on the other side, is there anybody that has ever been mentioned in this? None, none of these guys, nobody. Kemba Walker, Kemba Walker's been mentioned a little bit about uh, possibly joining forces with someone, uh, maybe even the Lakers. Uh, I, I haven't heard too much about that, but it's not the big names that you're that you're looking at, and all the big names he got them. Well, okay, so. So looking at the rosters, who do you like in this game? LeBron's team. Come on, LeBron's well, on it. Okay. Okay. Who do you think so, I'm gonna take? Let's say let's say take LeBron off of his roster and, and Giannis off of his roster. Uh, who do you which by, team do you like? Because you took Giannis off as well, I'm still sticking with LeBron's team. Okay. Kyrie, Durant, Harden, Leonard, uh yeah, I'm I'm sticking with that. A D, uh Cat. Clay Thompson, I'm sticking with that. Yeah, what, I, what am I looking at over here? You're looking at Steph Curry, Joel Embiid, Paul George, and a whole bunch of – I mean, yeah. Well, okay, Russ, too. Russ is over there. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. that's it. I mean, you know, Blake Griffin. Uh, I mean, I mean, I'm not saying these guys are bad. I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just saying, I'm just saying comparatively to LeBron's team. Yeah, and you look at uh, Chris Middleton, D'Angelo Russell, Vucevic, Kyle Lowry. Those guys are probably the bottom, you know, in the bottom five or six of all the All Stars. I mean, they they do have Dirk, who's averaging four points a game this year. Yeah, that was uh, poor Giannis got (laughs) got uh, stuck with Dirk. LeBron (laughs) had to take his boy D Wade. Yeah. Um, But anyway, yeah, that was. uh, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. See, it's it's the game is usually disappointing because it's not competitive usually. 
Um, Running up and down, throwing the ball around. The ball gets thrown off backboards all the time because everybody's trying to dunk and do craziest things or or take threes from two steps inside half court. And it's – I can't stand it. I think that's what we're going to see. We're going to see a lot of threes. Oh, yeah. We're going to see a ton of threes. And James Harden might shoot the ball 56 times. And uh, Russell Westbrook's going to get a triple-double. And um, Russell Westbrook might have a triple-double – and be in the 20s in every category. <laughs> he could. He very well could in this game if he wants to. Uh, because everybody knows that he's going to be uh, fishing for stats, right? Yeah, he's that's what he does. He's, he's, he's a two, two-time two MVP of the All-Star game. He loves he loves being the MVP of this game. That's his, you know, I think he was a little bummed out because AD scored 52 last year, but yeah. Yeah, it is what it is. Right. Well, okay. That's going to be, uh, I, I'm excited. Even though the game's kind of not that great. Um, it's still fun to see all the best guys in the league this year playing on the same floor once in a while, they'll get a little matchup or whatever. And they'll, and, you know, somebody yep. will get serious and it try happens. to stop each other. Yep. You'll, you'll see like a Joel Embiid, uh, you know, match up against like Ben Simmons or something like that. You know, the teammates <laughs> against you, you'll see something crazy like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really wish that they wouldn't have made the trade and put Russ over with Joel Embiid because I would have loved to have seen those two go at it. Yeah, yeah. Purposely run get... a switch off to see what happens there. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. But Joel Embiid loves going against those other big guys every night, talking a little trash. He's yeah. had some some run-ins with Carl Anthony Towns, who's on the other on the other roster, Marcus Aldridge, uh, Anthony Davis. He's going to go up against these other big guys that are that are the best big guys in the league, and he loves trying to. You know, trying to get the best of those other guys, so that might we might get to see some of that. Nothing's uh, gonna, nothing like Sunday. that's gonna happen in this game. You ain't gonna see any anything crazy. I don't think. Yeah, not probably not. Everybody's just out there to have fun and try not to get hurt. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> all right, so I'm all excited about All Star Weekend, um, but uh, yeah, I'll tell you, during the dunk contest, that starts so late and it gets so boring sometimes. Yeah. I might fall asleep. I, you'll probably see people in the stands asleep. Falling asleep, which which brings me to a swipe left, swipe right. All right, what do you got? Falling asleep or purposely falling asleep in public where strangers can see you sleeping. Uh, big time swipe right. I swipe right to that. <laughs> I used to work a shift at U.S. Bank uh, in between – lumber companies and i worked from 5 a.m to 1 30 p.m and if anybody knows me 5 a.m is not is really not my style uh <laughs> at all so i took an, uh, my lunch was at nine o'clock in the morning so i took my lunch break and we had a quiet room that had a couch and two chairs and i i just went in there and I ended up bringing myself a little blanket into work and just, you know, <laughs> curled up on the magic. It's a magic couch too, dude. I've tried to do this is so I've tried to do this a hundred times. I go in there and I fall asleep right there. Anybody can come in and see me. I'm sure I snore or whatever it is what it is. But so I have a dream when I'm in there, right? This one time I got a dream. There's a deer in front of me and I look at this deer and I was like, dude, I'm dreaming. I can ride that deer. And I walked up, jumped on the deer, and we rode around for a while. 
it was pretty cool uh yeah I, I i was just riding on the deer and i was saying to myself in the dream it's a dream i think over to my right there should be a white house and boom there's the white house hey look over to my left i want to see uh you know joey Votto. boom joey Votto drives by what's up dude how you doing yeah it, it was the greatest so then every time i would go take a nap before i fell asleep i'd be like remember it's just a dream just a dream just a dream and I would do it, and it happened all the time. I can't do that anytime else. I tried it a million times. Only on that couch at U.S. Bank did it work. It was a magic couch. Although there was one time, there was one time that I fell asleep, and I knew it was a dream, and I woke up, and I thought that I was walking back to my desk, and it was still dreaming. <laughs> That's incredible to me that you, in your dream, realize that you are dreaming or not. Have you never had that before? I don't, maybe. I mean, when I was on that couch, having all the time on that couch, that magic couch, I always knew I was dreaming in my dream. But yeah, it's happened a few other times where I'm like, holy mackerel, I'm dreaming right now. This is awesome. And you can make yourself do anything. Just don't get too close to something. Like if you walk too close to it, like if you go to walk into a door or something like that, then all of a sudden you wake up. You never see what's in that door. But like you can just walk around, you know what I mean? Just be chilling like, hey, what's up? Like it's my dream. I'm going to be playing baseball. You're going to walk from, you know, your house to a baseball field. And next thing you know, you're hitting bombs, uh, you know, like Todd Frazier at Great American Ballpark. <laughs> so you, okay. <clears throat> you realized you were dreaming. You could... First of all, hold on. You said don't get too close to something. You rode a deer. You can't get closer than that. Yeah, I guess. I don't know, man. I I just remember waking up. Like, sometimes I'd be like, oh, I'm going to have my wife pop up in this dream. And every time I try to get close <laughs> to her, man, boom, wake back up. Like, shoot. Oh. That was about to be a good dream, too. No, so it doesn't always work. So I don't know. Maybe there are things. Maybe, you know, maybe, maybe animals you can get up on, but you can't walk indoors or – uh females what <laughs> if you could ride any animal in a dream what would that be uh any animal that i could ride it would probably be uh i'm gonna go with a hummingbird oh wow that's I feel, fast yeah you I, fly around uh you know what i take that back i get way too nauseous those things are <laughs> real here and there here and there real quick uh mm-hmm. i'm probably gonna go with something slow in that case uh, I might ride, uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, you got to get something big, right? Let's do like a woolly mammoth. Oh, okay. There's got to be an animal now. See, now you're getting me into all kinds of crazy things here. I'm thinking an <laughs> elephant, but I can ride an elephant. So maybe an ape. I think an ape. I think I think a gorilla would be fun. Like a piggyback ride yeah. on a gorilla? Yeah, like the little baby gorillas do to them. Okay, all right. What about you? What's your animal of choice? <clears throat> um... Maybe an ant. <laughs> yeah, maybe an ant or uh, maybe an ant eater um, or uh, an aardvark. There you go. Something like that. Um, what? An, so, I don't even so know you, what an aardvark is. I don't really know either, to be honest with you. But it's something. Um, it's the, it's the first it's the first one in the alphabet mm-hmm. it's the first animal in the alphabet double yeah. a double a um and and they're all every one of them's name is aaron 
Yeah. Also double A. A A R O N. A A Ron. A A Ron. Yeah. A A A. So whether whether the list is uh, sorted by first name alphabetically, or I think last they all drink a lot too. First, they drink a lot. Yeah. Like uh, I feel like they're in A A. Like Bacardi or I just feel uh, like they're they're all in A A. All in A A. Yeah, uh, I tried. Yeah, you, did. you didn't. No, nope, did. no, no good. No good. <laughs> Strike That's two. Just my, we we have much better chemistry break. when you're sitting next to me, and we can I can <laughs> eye you down on a joke. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I can see your facial expression. Have you um, ever? Do you do you even remember dreams? I don't. You know, some some days I feel like I hardly ever dream. Yeah. But when I, you know, once in a while, I'll I'll get like a really really vivid dream that feels real, really really real, and then at some point I'll wake up. And I'm, I'm like, wow, man, that was crazy. And then I'll remember the dream, but it usually kind of fades throughout the day. Yeah. You know, like the, the, yeah. the, the further away you get from waking up, the, the less you remember about the dream. But yeah, man, I don't know. I, I know that I've had some crazy dreams before, some really weird dreams, but I don't know. Have you ever had a dream about falling or dying yeah, or something? Never had one dying, but the falling has come through. You know what I always, I had, used to have reoccurring dreams when I was a kid about <laughs> every year on my birthday there would be a bunch of like uh like ghouls and goblins and monsters and werewolves and they they got birthday hats on with a big giant cake and they're walking towards me real slow singing happy birthday real creepy and uh yeah that that happened for like 10 years when I was a kid wow uh, that I'll never in my life forget I can see them sing right now I can see them singing Happy birthday! Oh, freaks me out, man. Freaks so it was out. a scary. It wasn't like oh, it was scary as I'll get out. No, these dudes. Are you kidding? You know me at all? No, I'm not a scary movie guy. I don't want anything scary in my life. Back up, get away from me. I don't want any <laughs> ghouls, goblins, werewolves, Herman monsters. I mean, I was, I couldn't watch the monsters, dude. <laughs> oh, that was a comedy. I know. Scared the hell out of me. So the no, no monsters, no Adams family. No, nope. I'm good. Uh, I don't need any of that creepy dark attic spider webs and all that. I mean, the spider webs don't bother me, you know. But you know, I just, I just don't. I don't. I don't need that. I don't need that in my life. It's interesting. It's interesting to to talk to people about their dreams, and I don't mean their dreams like what they would love to do in their life. I mean when you are sleeping. <laughs> You're sleeping dreams. There are things that you cannot yeah. control. Although apparently you are one of the few people who can control your dreams. Dude, I'm telling because... you, I, I think it's only in, in, in the last eight years since I've been out of that place, I think it's only happened maybe twice where wow. I, in the middle of the dream I knew it was going down. And usually when I figure it out, I get so excited that I just wake up. <laughs> that truly was a magic Dude, it, it was a couch. magic couch. Like I, I'm half tempted to want to go buy it, see if I can purchase their couch <laughs> out of that room, so I can bring it downstairs and be able to take me some fun naps. Wow! Could you imagine if you could control your dream from the beginning? That would be incredible. I would love that. Yeah, be awesome. I would. I had I some really be, good dreams. I would be hooping with everybody. Yep. Oh my gosh! So. Speaking of this, I was just going to say I'd be hooping with like all kinds of all-time greats and my favorite players and stuff. Speaking of all-time greats slash favorite players, yesterday, by the way, on Twitter, you were on Twitter at? At Sick With It. 
and I am on Twitter at Adam Schmidt 44 yesterday on Twitter, actually two days ago on Twitter, there was a, an NBA account. It's not an official NBA account. It's like at NBA something, something. Yeah. Um, but it, it, you know, posts all basketball NBA stuff. And it, it posed a question, just threw a question out. Um, who was the most uh, underrated player ever of all time? Okay. So I got all excited. Of course, you know, I can't make one decision and uh, you had... anything down to one. Sure. Right. So I took advantage of the opportunity to I I retweeted and added you know like eight added other people to it. who it was <laughs> and it, yeah I did like six or seven guys right and I could I could have kept going but I stopped one of them was uh, I think it was the first I think it was the first one I did was Mark Price Mark Price okay. former uh, former Cleveland Cavalier guard people actually I've heard people compare. Uh, like say he was like the first Steph Curry. He was like great ball handler, passer, and shooter. Um, one of my all-time favorites to watch. Just go watch any everybody anybody listening to this. I'm telling you, go on YouTube, watch Mark Price highlights. You will not believe how good the guy was. And even if you know who he was, you'll be like, I don't remember this guy being this good and this fun to watch. I'm telling you. Mark Price. All right. So that's Mark Price. Mark Price just got way too much time on this podcast. But but he still doesn't have enough because let me tell you this. Tell me. The real Mark Price liked my tweet. Are you kidding me? I let me tell you something. I did not tag him in it. It wasn't at Mark Price, whatever it is. I didn't tag him. I just put the words Mark Price. Now how do you know he that that was the real just because his Twitter it's thing a verified says account. It's a verified account. He has a personal picture Who of his it? wife and his Twitter. You have to get you have to get verified by Twitter. Like they will how do that Twitter, for famous people. How does Twitter verify somebody? I, they have they have ways, but famous how do you people know if with a little blue ver- check mark. The blue little blue check mark. Oh, that's what that means. Next to it, that's a verified account. Ah. That, that's like famous people and people who get. People who get verified by Twitter. It's like an official it's an official account. How many followers so, do you have to have to to be be ver I wanna be I want a blue check. I wanna know what Twitter does to verify me. Well, start working on it. Start working on, on getting verified. Submit your submit your request to be verified and see what they say. So you had a verified account like your tweet, dude. You're like you're you're halfway to being verified now. The real Mark Price. Good for liked you. My tweet. I was very excited about did that. Mark, it really means did, nothing. Did I, <laughs> did Mark Price have a nickname? Um, or was it just the real Mark Price? No. Um, I, so I'm going to tell you right now that uh, the Nosebleed Sports Podcast does a poll every week. In this current poll that we are in, is a tournament of nicknames, greatest nicknames in. NBA history. That's correct. Right now, uh, number 12, the Admiral, is currently upsetting number five, Pistol Pete Maravich. It is a one-vote different difference at this time. One vote is, cha- is all it is. So uh, there's a couple hours left to see what happens, but... Uh, Fifty-three percent to forty-seven percent. Good luck. I I think I voted for uh, Pistol Pete. If I don't, if I'm correct, let me see here. No, I I voted for the Admiral. 
I think I voted for pistol. Um, but yeah, I think we're about to get our first, our first, first upset, upset of the tournament. All right. So who is next week's? Okay. This week, uh, this coming week, we will have the logo. Jerry oh, West. Jerry West. How about underrated, underrated nickname right there? The number, the number six seed, the logo versus the number 11 seed, the mailman, Carl Anthony Malone. This is easy for me. This is the logo all the way. I think the logo, man, I think the logo should have probably been a little higher than a six seed. Maybe, maybe. But I think people are going to vote for the mailman. I'm telling you, you I don't think it's going to be an upset. I think the mailman's going to get some votes. That's a pretty good nickname. Yeah, the logo. Dude, yep, that's you are good. the logo. You're the NBA logo. There's no better nickname than just the logo. It's gonna be uh, that'll be a decent matchup. I'm, I I agree with you though. I think the logo is gonna gonna take it. Um, because yeah, I mean, you are the logo. You are the most recognizable. Actually, I guess the most recognizable picture, maybe. Yeah. Um, in the NBA, NBA history. So yeah, that's our that's our matchup for this week: the logo versus the mailman. Uh, please get on Facebook. It's going to be up all week. So if you're listening to this on any of the platforms, jump on Facebook. Go to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast page. Vote on this on the Nosebleed Sports Podcast greatest nicknames of all time. There you go. All right, so. Uh, that brings us to, unless you, unless you got another dream story you want to tell. I don't think so. I wish I could remember, uh, more, more of my dreams, but they're just, they don't stay in there, man. I yeah, don't know. I'm next time you. I, next time I have one that I remember when I wake up, I'm going to write it down and share it with hey, you. Hey, you're going to start a dream journal? I, I'm just going to, uh, yeah, it's going to be an audio dream journal though. Cause I'm going to say it on the podcast. There you go. Well, you got to write it down as soon as you wake up. Otherwise, you'll forget it yeah. by the time the podcast gets there. So you got to start that, a dream journal. True. My that's old man, true. my old man used to have a dream journal. Yeah, yeah. He he he's a freak about names, man. He's he's not, needs to know what all the stuff means. He's always he he thinks. Yeah, it's crazy. Wow. I think dreams just happen. Like this, it is what it is. I most of the time it's a dream about uh, about something you have no control over and the weirdest thing you could ever imagine. You yeah. couldn't even think up something so weird. Yeah. You know, like somebody uh, from like your past will just show up in a dream from like ten years ago, twelve years ago, and you're like, dude, I ain't seen you in a minute. What are you doing here? And suddenly <laughs> you're building a go kart with your landlord. Yes. You know? There yeah. you go. Exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> that's all. That's all I have on dreams. All right. Now. Uh, Last By but the not, way, yeah. La- last but not least, uh, I think Kyler Murray once dreamed of being a major league baseball player. That's like one of the worst transitions I could possibly think of, but that was the one I thought of. So that's what I went with. There you go. Um, so he he uh, committed to football. By the way, this past week, but he signed. He was drafted in the first round by the Oakland A's last year. Uh, and signed a, a deal, and he had to give all his money back because he's committing to football now. Um, but so the Oakland A's uh, just kind of lost out on that draft pick. Um, so they're going to have to probably make that up with maybe a free agent. There you go. And there's quite a few free agents left, as pitchers and catchers reported yesterday. A lot of good stuff going on in baseball. Uh, however, one good thing that's not going on in baseball is the fact that nobody's really signing any free agents. It's very strange. I don't ever remember 
seeing anything like this before. Do you remember? I feel like last year was kind of the same. It was real slow. You got a lot of teams that that aren't looking to throw a lot of money into free agency. Even though the Reds, the Reds came out and said they they had money set aside for this year's free agency market. Uh, they haven't signed anybody to free. I guess you could technically say they signed Sonny Gray, but they had to trade to get him first. But right. But uh, Zach Duke, I think this week they yeah. they did sign him for the bullpen. But that's right, Zach Duke. No real big, no. big, you, you know, you, needle movers. You, you know, AJ Pollock went. Uh, he was kind of a bigger a, a bigger name. Um, you had uh, so far uh, who's who's the first baseman went to the Cardinals. Um, oh, uh, Paul Goldschmidt. Paul yeah. Goldschmidt signed with the Cardinals. So there's been a few out there uh, that have gone, but. There's a lot of really good guys. Josh Harrison's out there. I mean, mm-hmm. my gosh, he's one of the best second basemen in the league. Mike Moustakis is out there. Um, you still got, obviously, the two big guys, Manny Machado and Bryce Harper. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, pitchers. I mean, Adam Jones hasn't been signed yet. And I know he's yep. getting a little older, but, I mean, that's a, he, he, he's not that old. I'm 33. I mean, that's kind of hitting your prime in baseball. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Cargo is out there. He's thirty three. I think that is going to be yep. whoever signs Car- Carlos Gonzalez. That's going to be a huge signing. Uh, that's still to come. But the fact that these guys are still out there, Dallas Keuchel is still out there. Who mm-hmm. you know, at one point in time, the Reds were talking about if Clay Buckholz. There's a lot of Gio Gonzalez. There's a lot of really good starters out there. Uh, James Shields, um, Doug Fister just got signed, didn't he? I think I saw that. Anyway. Uh yes, or did he did he get signed or did he retire? Oh, he retired. That's what it he was. Retired, he retired. Yeah. He retired. So anyway, there's there's a lot of really good guys out here that that need Craig Kimbrell. I mean, relievers. Every everybody's out there. Jared Saltalamakia. Nobody is signing these guys. What is going on? Hmm. Um. I don't know that anybody cares about Jared Saltalamakia. I just wanted to say his name. Um. So that's why I said it. I don't even try to say that name because I can't say Russell Westbrook without fumbling <laughs> over it. So I'm not trying to say Saltalamakia. It's Russell Westwolf. Russell, he retired, by the way. Jared Saltalamakia officially. No. <laughs> Salty. Salty retired. Okay. Yeah, officially on January I 28th. I didn't, I didn't saw. Oh, wow. He gone. Okay. He gone. He gone. He gone. So, so here's uh, the deal. So, so in my point of view, I've, I've said this before. Uh, I believe that, uh, the big names you're going to see, there's, there's a lot of little guys that have signed little deals, one year deals, two year deals, you know, that, uh, they're, 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 they're bottom of the rung players, but the big names out there haven't signed. Cause I think a lot of these guys are holding back. I think their agents aren't willing to make a to sign anything until these two big names go. You see Bryce Harper and Manny Machado, you know, they're going to break, break the bank when they sign these record deals that they're going to sign then on the way down the line you're going to see these guys feel then they're going to have a feel for what they can sign for i think that's what it is although at the same time i'm hearing a lot of people say that it's teams that just aren't out there pushing yeah i heard that too and that's that's interesting to me i I, people are saying you know so many teams are rebuilding and I, that's just confusing to me. I don't, I don't see how you can be, you know, how 
there, can there really be 25 teams rebuilding or something? I mean, because I, you're, you've yeah. got your top few, but yeah, I really do think that in, in, yeah, in any given year, more than half of the league is rebuilding and in, and, and it may only be what they would consider a two year process, mm-hmm. but, uh, or, you know, or, or maybe they're at the end of it or at the beginning of it. I mean, it's all different. I mean, most of these rebuilding things uh, take four or five years. So, yeah, I mean, unless you're the Yankees, unless you are the uh, the Red Sox. Um, Angels, Cubs, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Angels, Cubs. Um, even the Angels seem like they're dropping some guys and moving pieces around. Um, it's, it's, it seemed that, that, I mean, that can be considered just because you have Mike Trout on your team doesn't mean you can't still be rebuilding. Uh, you know, just cause you have a phenomenal offense, you know, I mean, the Reds were like 10th, the had the 10th best offense in the league last year and they're definitely rebuilding. There's no question about it, but they're, sure. you know, yeah. there's so, so when you, you know, in that, in that sense, when you're rebuilding, then, you know, you, you're not out there to spend a ton of money on on a 30-year-old, 33-year-old guy. Yeah, I mean, doesn't it depend on how much, though? You know, we're going to see Machado and Bryce Harper sign big, big contracts, maybe all-time big contracts. But, you know, a lot of these guys, I know they're waiting because that'll kind of set the market a little bit. But most of these guys aren't going to sign for anywhere close to what those guys are signing for. So, I mean, don't you kind of have an idea at least what the market is going to be for you, even without those guys I don't, signing? I don't think you know, because I, I think once those guys go, you realize, then you see how much money, how much more money than the lay, the last biggest contract is there. Then, you know, your mediocre run of the mill contract, it can compare it to somebody who signed the last year, you know, about the percentage more that you should be getting on your deal from last year, even if you're mediocre. So, well, I shouldn't say mediocre, better than mediocre is, is where that's going to go. I think where your deals where people already know about where they're at and about what they're worth are the little guys these these minor league deals with an invite to to spring training deals and you know uh, you know Melky Cabreras and and Lonnie Chisenhalls and guys like that mm-hmm. Brandon Phillips Brandon Phillips still hasn't got anybody he's 38 he's he'll he'll get a minor league he'll he'll have a minor league uh, contract and and be able to um have an invite to have an invite to um spring training but I don't it's that that's the kind of guy yeah you yep. know what he's worth you know where where they're at, where the money's at uh for guys like that but there's there's a lot of guys out there i think that are it's going to be it's going to be crazy this is going to come down to february 26th was the date that jd martinez signed his deal last year oh wow yeah and I think about was that late. think about that I mean, it looks definitely like we're going to see the same thing this year. I mean, it's it's been so slow. Free agency has been so slow. And, it, you know, you know what's funny, too, is Bryce Harper and Manny Machado, they've met with a bunch of teams and everything, mm-hmm. and I guess they've been offered. But you really I, – I don't feel at least like I'm hearing offers. You know, like I feel like in like you, NBA free agency and stuff, you hear every single – like this team – just met, you know, within seconds of the meeting, 
this team, you know, Kevin Durant just, you know, flew into New York and met with the, you know, with the front office there and they offered him a whatever, you know, whatever. Yeah, whatever the max. Well, a lot of that is, you know, they're getting max deals anyway. And, you know, it's pretty much, you know, how much they can get. So that's, you know, that's a big difference where you have a, uh, an uncapped league like Major League Baseball, where you you have no idea what these guys could possibly get. You you know not a hundred percent, but you know within a little bit of money here and there and years on the deal what a max player is going to end up getting in the NBA. Sure. So yeah, yeah. I mean that that's why I think you hear that. But uh, with this but and, and no. this could be a lot of this could be a lot of you know I don't really want to play a whole lot of ball in spring training uh, you know and bus bus around from city to city in Arizona or Florida and you know I might you know some of these guys might just want to be chilling and have a little bit longer spring yeah yeah I think most players do not care for spring training and uh, and you're probably right that's that's I'm sure a lot of guys are like I'd love to sign a team and have have the security of the contract and everything but you know I don't want to yeah I don't want to show up in the morning to uh to the, the facility and work out for a while and then have to play two innings of a game and then sit there through the rest of the thing or no you know. none of these guys sit in the dugout for the rest of the games no, in spring know, training yeah. they could out and they go to a backfield and do a little bit of work or go go hit 18 holes somewhere that there there's no <laughs> It, they're not sitting around. Once they get pulled out of these games, they're not staying yeah, around. They're leaving, which is weird. I mean, I know it's, I know it's spring training, but what other, what other sport can you be taken out of a game and just leave? <laughs> <laughs> is there any other sport that not a, like that? a preseason game in the NBA? Nope, you're, no. you're sitting there, but it's a totally different feel. It is. I mean, you got split squads, and and you mm-hmm. know, and and you know, while while one while half of your team is playing a a, a game that only goes six innings <laughs> because they they don't want to throw a certain pitchers or something like that. Going over here, you might be back on a on a little you know not whole field taking soft toss. Like right. it's 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 probably a little. I mean, it's definitely different. But to me, I think that's what makes spring training so much fun. I, I think if I was a baseball player, I'd be like Brandon Phillips. Like, pitchers, catchers reporting, my ass is there, dude. Let's go. Let's go play yeah. ball. Yeah, a lot of guys. It's it's always fun to see who reports early and stuff. Cause then you Anymore, get this it's almost thing. everybody. Right. Yeah, it is. For a while, though, it was like, oh, man, I'm really – this guy's going to have a big year. He reported early. He's excited about it and stuff. And then that wouldn't always work out that way. Yeah. But, um, but, yeah. It was. Uh, it, it is cool to see guys report earlier than they need to and stuff because those guys are. That's the last time they're going to see their families for a while. And, yep. Um, but so, anyway, so, so what do you think here, real quick, uh, before we get off of this, before we get, before we finish this up, what what do you think about the Reds? Uh, uh, I heard the Reds were thinking about offering Ryan Matson a contract. Oh. I mean, you know exactly what buttons to push for me, don't you? You know exactly what buttons. As I know, fact, I know yeah, you're not I feeling good. I know you're not feeling good, so I figured I'd just rub it in a little bit. Maybe I can make gonna, you make a run to the bathroom. You're going to make me throw up. You are going to make <laughs> me throw up here. Um, yeah, I did I did see his name under uh, the free agents who haven't signed yet, and um, I thought I had a terrible thought that I'm not proud of, but I thought, 
I hope nobody signs him and he has to retire. He's forced to retire. He's 38 years old. It's probably going to happen, to be completely honest. Uh, it's probably going to happen. I just want him to sign like I, I just want him to sign with a team and then pitch to Votto like maybe on opening day and Votto hits a comebacker right back at him, hits him in the exact same spot in the knee that he hit Votto last and year. And that's the end of the year. And that's the end of his career. Adios. Oh man, Adams over here ending people's careers. Yeah, that's pretty bad. That's I feel that's bad about rough. That. Oh man, that's an yeah. un Adam Schmidt like like saying right there. I'm sorry, Ryan. <laughs> no, you're kind not of. at all. Oh <laughs> uh, well, we'll see what happens with NBA, with NBA with with the Major League Baseball. Yeah, uh, a free agency, and. Uh, and, and we'll see. It, it'll be it'll be interesting. I, I can't wait to see what the Reds still have up their sleeve because they, you know, they didn't get the the JT Real, Real Muto deal. Philly ended up signing him, which mm-hmm. we both agree that we're fine with uh, either right. way. It wouldn't have mattered either way. Um, but now you got you got your Dallas Keuchel's and you got some other guys out there that could be fun for them to try to get on get into, even though they've already signed for. They've already traded for four starting pitchers. Uh, eventually, they're going to just decide that all of their young guys aren't going to get the pitch this year. <laughs> yeah. So, that'll be interesting. But I know that your guts are not feeling good today. So, we're going to cut this bad boy off a little earlier than normal for you. I'm uh, I'm totally fine with that. I should probably get a little sleep, see if I can get, uh, get healthy, yeah. rest up a little bit. Yeah, Rest try up. To make it to work tomorrow. Ice up your stomach. Ice it up. Ice up ice your up. your backside. It, are you to the point like? Because I I'm fine talking. You can you can plead the fifth if you want. Uh, like when I had my stomach issues, I mean I was I was peeing out the backside, man. It was just <laughs> water coming from anywhere water could come from, and it was bad news. Are you that bad? I visited the lavatory a few times today. Nice. Good. Okay. So that's all I need to know. All right. Well, I'm going to let you get out of here. Uh, we appreciate Don't forget to vote on the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. Best nicknames in NBA history. Um, you can catch us on Facebook Live every Wednesday, 1030, uh, except for this Wednesday when Adam doesn't make it because he's visiting the lavatory. Uh We'll be on SoundCloud Thursday morning, YouTube, Apple Podcast, iTunes, CastBox, Spotify, Google Play, you name it, man. We're there. The only one, uh, we're still a month and a half away from getting ourselves onto uh, iHeartRadio. You got to be on, you have to be in this certain thing for two months, but we're almost there for that. And uh, once we're there, I, if you got another platform you listen to podcasts, please. Get on, let me know. I will get on and try to make it happen. So uh, that's about all I got, man. You got anything before we get out of here? No, I'm all set. Great job tonight uh, running the thing solo. And uh, I appreciate you. I appreciate you the, still uh, coming in. Uh, I, I appreciate you still coming into work, man, even on, even on the DL. Working from home tonight. Working from home. Ain't nothing wrong with that. It worked out good. All right, we appreciate it, everybody. Uh, Thanks for listening in, and don't forget to turn your headlights on.